Hello, everybody. Thank you once again for joining me on the Speak Life Now radio show. I am your host, Dr. Lisa Speak Life Burrell. Thank y'all all so much for sharing the broadcast, sharing it with others. Go ahead and tell your family and friends about the Speak Life Now radio show. You can find me on social media. You'll find me also on um all your streaming services, all you have to do is just look for the Speak Life Now radio show. And even if you have an Alexa or Google Play and all those little machines, you can say, play the Speak Life Now radio show, and it will play it as well. And I just want to thank you all so much. And, and don't want to forget the internet radio. Some of you are listening to me on the internet radio. So share the time that you're listening to it with your family and friends. And I want to thank you so much in advance for all of those that have already been doing it. Thank you, thank you, thank you. And for the new ones, you know, sometimes it's, all we have to do is share the word, right? So how easy is it just to tell it, tell somebody, share the link on YouTube, or share um, the podcast with somebody? You've already got, you have already facilitated with getting the word out. Hallelujah! I already feel the anointing of God on the word. Already, I'm feeling the presence of God before we even get started. Today, I want to give a big shout out to my sponsor. I'm, I kind of like, um, well, these are my nieces and nephews. So I'm really excited about their business. It's AmariAri.com. That's Amari, A-M-R-I, Ari, A-R-I.com. It's my nieces and nephew. The ages range right now, 12, 6, and 5. I'm one of my nieces getting ready to have a birthday. So if she hears this, she probably like, I'm getting ready to have my birthday. But they have great products. They have t-shirts with positive words on it. The one that I purchased from them was Smile Power. And they also have a line of um, sayings that their brother said. And his nickname is Bud. So it's called Bud Said It. And one of his um, phrases that he says a lot is, you ain't hungry. You know that'll preach by itself. AmariArt.com. And the other great thing, because I'm in also in sales, um, just to receive this wonderful, beautiful handwritten note as a thank you. So you will also be be able to get one of these. I'm keeping this because I just think it's great and then it's something I'm keeping a look at. I'm watching. I'm watching it and looking at it and in my vision to keep praying over them and their business. So AmariArie.com. Go ahead and check them out. Let's go into prayer. Heavenly Father, I want to thank you as always for this amazing opportunity to to be used by you to minister to your precious people. Lord, I thank you for all the listeners. I thank you right now, dear Lord, for those that are not only hearers of the word, but doers as well. I thank you right now. Apply the blood of Jesus over the airways that there will be no hindrances to this word today. I thank you and I welcome you, Holy Spirit, into this broadcast. I thank you right now for the anointing to come forth. Lord, use me for your glory. Use me for your glory, Lord. And I thank you right now as the angels are standing by to deliver the word. Hallelujah. The current is word for. And I thank you so much in advance, Lord, for what you're going to do today in your precious name, Jesus. Okay, you guys. So the Lord is really, 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 really dealing with me on my mind and my thoughts. You know, I've worked on my heart for years. I think I probably had seven, seven or eight years on the heart matter. And then getting my words right. 
So I've been working on that, and I'm pretty much getting becoming a master at that. But you know, every once in a while, I might slip up and say something. Then I have to repent. And that's why another thing today, let's all just say, Lord, I repent of anything that I have done or haven't done or any time I didn't move when you told me to move. Lord, I repent of that. We've got to repent daily. It's like, you know, it's not a bad word. It was like, Lord, forgive me. Forgive me. I heard him saying, just tell people to repent. So repent today. Repent of un, of the things you, you know you did wrong and even the things you didn't even know was wrong. Just go ahead and repent to clear the slate. Just go ahead and repent. So we did that. Okay. So this year and every year I come up with a word. And we're still going to talk about our minds. So today is going to be Mind Your Business, Mind and Mind Your Business, Part 2. That's going to be today's. But each year, I come up with a word. And over the years, so one year, the first year I started doing it, I, doing it I, um, my word was author. I became an author that year, right? Then, oh, what was the second year? Was it perseverance or was it resilience maybe? But then last year is what I want to talk about. Last year my word was momentum. Now I work in sales, senior sales manager in hospitality, right? My, my goal was made already on the books by January 20th, 2020. It was made. Everything was already on the books. Then march it. So my so my word was momentum because even though I had my year made, I was in in the future. I was thinking I was booking for twenty one. I was booking for twenty two. I was booking for twenty three. See, my mind was like momentum. Keep that momentum up. Then COVID hit and furlough. Right. All that happened. But my word for the year was still momentum. So I had to shift. Or as everybody started saying last year. Pivot. I had to do a kingdom pivot. Had to get my mind in a pivot place. It was like okay. I have been furloughed. And don't know how long it's going to be. Right. So. Things started coming up. Um. Um different type of um, programs um, that was normally would have been really, really expensive. You could get it at low, low prices because everybody was dealing with the same thing. So I was able to get some certifications. I'm still working on another license. I was able to complete a project that I had started year prior, but because of work, I didn't have the time to really invest no more than once a month for, or something like that. So and then I would do other things towards it, but I didn't really get a chance to finish it, right? So that word momentum, even though, and I remember telling um um the regional sales when I finally came back to work um in late October, early November, still only part time, twenty hours a week, but um I remember telling her my word was momentum. And she, we both looked at each other and she looked at me and smiled because she knew what had happened and where I was in January and what had happened for the year. Because everything, everything that I had on the books canceled because of COVID-19, right? So, this year my word is imagination. 
And the reason why I want to talk about that, because you know I've been talking about um, Imagine That, one and two, y'all go back and listen to Imagine That, part one and part two, that we can have whatever we can think or imagine. It's according to how the power is working in us, Ephesians 3 and 20. Remember we talked about that? One of my favorite, favorite scriptures. So my word for this year is imagination. Because I know if I can get my mind in line with what the Word of God. So remember we even talked about in Joshua 1 and 8. Let's go ahead and just do that for review real, real quick. Joshua 1 and 8, it says, Keep this book of the law always on your lips. Right? Keep this book of the law always on your lips. Meditate on it day and night so that you may be careful to do everything written in it. Then you will be prosperous and successful. So what I want you to remember here that you got to meditate. So I know what to say. If a bill come, Jehovah Jireh, my God is my provider. Right? If a um if something uh, a pain or something come in my body or something that I know God has delivered me from trying to pop back up and peep his head back out, like, uh, uh, I am here by the strategies. I know I've been delivered from that. See, I, I knew what to say. Mm-hmm. But in your mind, so like even with um um COVID nineteen and everything, so um let's say you start feeling a certain way or your throat or or you start coughing immediately, what's happening in your mind? What's going to happen in your mind is because of what you're seeing so much and what you're putting in. Like if you're watching TV or watching the news and you're seeing it all the time, all the time. So you pretty much know every symptom that as soon as it happens, you're like, oh my goodness, who was, who was I around? I mean, uh, oh, oh uh, maybe I'm just talking about me. You have a cough. Or all of a sudden you start feeling body aches, or you might have a headache, all these different things. And if in, in, in normal occurrences, you wouldn't have thought that. You'd be like, oh, I just got a headache. Oh, maybe I just worked too much, worked out, or maybe something like that, right? But now, immediately, in your th- what's going on in your thoughts? You can still think, well, even if you say, well, if that is a symptom, I am healed. You still got to meditate on what the word of God said. I am healed by the stripes of Jesus. You got to continue to, like I say a lot, what you going to do with that thought? Are you going to meditate and keep meditating on that thought? Or are you going to be like, mm-mm, we're going to replace that thought with the word of God? Then another thing I want to just remind you of what we talked about last week. Remember what we was talking about in, um, let's go to it real quick, John 21, and the headline on, on the top of these scriptures, starting in verse 15, said, Jesus reinstates Peter. And remember, he told Peter, gave him instructions, and I heard it taught before that this reason why he was reinstated, because he denied him three times, so now he's getting him to say, well, do you love me three times? Yes, Lord, and gave him an instruction. That's, that's what I've heard. So, but when he got down, he got his instructions, him and Jesus talking, Jesus telling, Peter said, yes, Lord, I love you, right? We talked about this last week. And then he going to see John, which is the author of this particular book. And... He see you. What about him? Now you just had a one-on-one conversation with Jesus. Let's say you're in your prayer time, right? 
you're in your prayer time every day. So you're in your prayer time and you got your journal. And you got your ink pen. Got your worship music playing. For me, I play the beach waves. That's what I play. They playing right now in the house. I don't know if you can hear them, but in every room, except for right here in this room, because right now I'm recording, I have the sounds of the beach playing. Okay. So, you have that on. You're getting instructions. God saying, okay, this is what I want you to do. Or you might even show you in the dream. So, you get up and write the dream. For me, I get up and record the dream. Because if I write when I'm half sleepy, I'm not going to understand it. So, I record it. And I write down everything, and I'm, I said, okay, God, thank you, Lord, Holy Spirit. Woo, thank you for giving me the instruction, detailed instructions on what you want me to do next. Then you see somebody else, and you be like, but what about, what about what they doing? Mind your business. Keep your mind on your business and keep working what God has in you. Mind your business. It don't matter what they doing. Are you doing what God told you to do? Remember we talked about that? I don't want y'all to forget that because you need to mind your business. That's why. You just got to straight up mind your business. Keep your mind on what God told you to do and tap into the oil. Remember we talked about that. Tap into the oil and, and, and get out everything that God has in you really to serve someone else. So back to meditating day and night. So you know, usually I always like to talk about someone. So this time I'll talk about somebody that y'all all know. Kevin Hart, the comedian. Right? And he was having hard times. Some of y'all probably already know this story. He was having hard times. And he asked his mom for some help. And, he, and his mom answer was, have you read your Bible? You know we all don't have that kind of answer from our mom or, or somebody um, in mentorship. Have you read your Bible? Have you prayed? Right? So he was going through. He's still having a hard time. He said he was not trying to hear his mom say, did you, have you read your Bible? He was like, yeah, mom, yeah, 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 like that, right? Then more stuff started happening. Call his mom. She said, same thing. Have you read your Bible? Remember, we're talking about now Joshua 1 and 8. Right? So, went on. Got to the point. I mean, he had got to the point where it was an eviction notice on his door. So, he came and said, Mom, look, look, I got an eviction notice. I need your help. She said, have you read your Bible? When I heard this, this is it just did so much. I just thought it was so amazing. So he's like, let me see. Let me see what's in this Bible. Took the Bible when he opened it up. Six checks fell out for six months rent. Now that was tangible, but it was in the Bible. And what I'm saying to you is in the imagination. Hallelujah. In your imagination, it's in your Bible. It's, it's in there. You got to put the word in your mind. And you're going to watch things. I have I have had experiences. I wish I had brought the pictures in here to show y'all. That I have looked at a picture somewhere. I remember I was working in Richmond, Virginia. I was a, a jewelry store manager at that time. 
And I went into this store that had a lot of unique type of, you know, art and stuff, artsy stuff, real cute stuff. And I had looked at this picture, and I was like, man, I really like that picture. I ain't tell nobody. It was in my mind. I was like, man, I really like that picture. And then I started seeing my, seeing that picture on my wall. I said, that would look good right there. Ain't think no more of it. See, right now I'm thinking about it. It's because the Holy Spirit is reminding me of this. And next thing I know, I get a gift. Didn't tell anybody. Just imagined it. Saw it, liked it, imagined it on my wall. I get a gift from my son. And that's what it was. I I just saw it and then imagined it on the wall. And it's on the wall now in this house. You're not going to tell me what your imagination won't do. If you can just focus on what God tell you to do. Like, I, it's like certain things I know. I know I'm going to be a best-selling author. I already know it. It's like, it can't, you can't, you can't. I have, like I always, I have a vision room. Not a vision board. A vision room. With every wall. With, with poster boards covering every, every wall. Only place it's not covered is the ceiling. Of places I'm going to go and things I'm going to do. And when I step into it, I'm not just stepping to see a vision. I'm stepping into the vision. If that was something the Holy Spirit told me to do, that was another instruction. Because I had started doing a board. And next thing I know, it was like, get, get about 10, 15 boards. To and I'm like, how many boards am I going to do? And he's like, cover the wall. And he said, first, cover this wall. Then he said, cover both other walls. Cover every wall in here. And I'm like, what? And I've been checking off things. The radio shows, the podcast, all these different things is just being checked off. They're in there on the wall in the room. My vision room. So I can see it and imagine the places that I'm going. I see it and I read the things. I see all these different things and I read what I put on the boards. And then I also take my mind to the places that's on the board imagination so when when i, I know it's going to be a, a a part of something that somebody gonna want to see one day um because they're gonna be able to go in there and see all these things and check it off and see all these things and i put the room i put the um vision room together let's see this is 21 20 2019 i think 2019 the beginning of 2019 or 2018, somewhere in there. It was before I was on, um, had the podcast and all that. It was before all of that. But when I'm saying all this, like, I'm still minding my business and minding it now. The last, the last person I want to talk about briefly, um, which probably gonna end up talking about again. It's in Luke eight, and it's talking about a certain woman, and I love how in that, um. In the um, chapter, some said a woman, a certain woman. The one that said, if I could just touch the him. She said within herself, if I could just, hallelujah, touch my God, the him of his garment, I will be made. I will be, be healed. She was going for healing. 
She had already spent her money. I would read it, but for sake of time, she had spent all. She had spent a lot of money with physicians. She had that issue of blood. We don't know exactly what the issue was, but she was considered unclean. She wasn't supposed to come out. But but she heard, hallelujah, about Jesus, right? And she said within herself that even even though that you know people was gonna. Uh, if they really saw her coming, it's it's almost like God had to like hide her in a way, because for her to get as close as she did, yeah, she got down. We know that they said she got down low to get to the hem and grasp the hem, and he asked Jesus, said, "Well, who touched me?" But see, in her mind, her faith was so built up. Hallelujah. Remember we talked about by faith. Hallelujah. That, it, that is, it is impossible to please God without it. You remember we talked about that? Hebrews 11 chapter. We, we, go ahead and read that. But how she had to get to a place to get and grip. Hallelujah. See, she was minding her business. She knew that she, at this point, Lord have mercy, Jesus. At this point, she knew, what did she have to lose? She don't pay all this money to the doctors. What did she have to lose? They already said that you can't come around. They pretty much have um, shunned her physically and spiritually. You, It's like a lot of people out there that people might have misjudged and all these things. But in their mind, hallelujah, they just won't get to a place where they could just touch, hallelujah, the hem of his garment. And when she did, they said, in this passage, this is the women's, um, the top women of the Bible, Bible here. And said that she grasped his hem. And he immediately he felt virtue leave him. But what if, but if she went with, with the, uh, in her mind, well, I'm going to try this, or I doubt that this going to happen, or whatever. When God tell you to move on a thing, I don't care what the naysayers say. When God tell you to move on it, you got to build your faith up to the point where no matter who comes at you and say, no, it ain't going to work. You have got to stay focused and know that it's going to work. Don't worry about the naysayers. You just keep doing what God said. If I could just touch. She wanted to get to a place. Where she said within her, if I could just touch the him. She won't even try to get him to. You know, people want you to get somebody to lay hands on them or speak a word. She said within herself, if I could just touch the hem of his garment. Hallelujah. I know I'll be healed. My God, and what I love so much about this passage of scripture, when I read it probably about so many years ago, and it always, always thought about the fact that in the beginning she was a woman, a certain woman. But by faith, when she put her faith in action, by faith, hallelujah, she minded her business and 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 and, and said, if I could just get to this place, if I could just get there, I know I'm gonna be here. I know it. Couldn't nothing stop her from believing. She went from being a certain woman in the King James Version. NIV is a woman, right? Until when Jesus said, hallelujah. Ah, oh, daughter, your faith has healed you. Go in peace. He has a reference here in Mark 5 and 34. She went from being just a certain woman. Just a roundaway girl. Just that girl over there, oh, Pookie, 
whatever you want to call somebody. But she went from that place of being just somebody, just a certain woman, just a roundaway girl, just that girl that grew up there. No, to a daughter. My God. You, when Jesus called you daughter, when you hear your heavenly father call you daughter, it don't matter. My God, hallelujah, what somebody else called you. Keep minding your business and minding your business. Keep doing that. She went from a, 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 a condition where everybody has shunned her to a place of, hallelujah, being a daughter. That, that, that place of you're going to receive something because of you now in a place of receiving inheritance. Mind your business. And mind your business. Huh. Don't matter what they might have called you. It might have, you might have had a reputation where people don't shun you. Oh, God can use you. Oh, yeah. Look at me. God can use you. So you might have had an addiction. God going to use you like he used me. That's why I'm so open about it. God going to use you. Just repent. Go ahead and say, Lord, use me. Receive him as your Lord and Savior. And, and ask him, Lord, what can I do? I remember when, when I said, Lord, whatever you want me to do, I'll do it. It was clean the bathrooms in the church. Lord, I, was, I felt like it was such an honor. Such a privilege and an honor. To clean the bathrooms of the church. Y'all might think I'm crazy. But I was like. Lord thank you for the opportunity. To clean these bathrooms. Thank you Lord for the opportunity. To be able to teach your children. In Sunday school. It was such an honor. To go in there and vacuum the floor. To clean off the chairs. To clean the ceiling fans. It was an honor. To do it. A honor of minding my business. I was doing what God had me to do. And I even remember when I was doing that, somebody was like, well, why is she doing that? And they started coming and cleaning the bathrooms like, like I was getting, to, I was doing it because God wanted me to do it. And it was an honor to do anything that I could put my hands to. It was an honor to be able to put the water up there for the pastors and, and make sure the glasses was clean and have the peppermints there. It was an honor to do that. Anything I could do because I knew what God had pulled me from darkness and put me in the light. So anything I could put my hands on to do, I would do it. I was minding my business. And you mind your business. I started. That might be how I started. But I'm telling you, even when I started that way, it was an honor. Well, I want y'all to understand that. It was an honor for me to do it. It was an honor for me to be an usher at the door. It was an honor for me to do it. It was an honor for me to lead and, 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 and with his prayer and intercession. It was an honor to have a key to the church to make sure the app 
atmosphere, the, the heat or the air conditioning, everything was set, that the audio was on. It was an honor to get places early and pray before anybody else arrived. It was an honor to do that. And it's an honor to do this, to be able every week to share the goodness of God with you, to share how much God loves you, to share that he's not a respecter of persons, that he loves you. Hallelujah. Lord, thank you. Mind your business and continue to mind your business as you go into this week. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Speak life over yourself. Speak life over your family. Speak life over your neighborhood. My God, hallelujah. Hallelujah. Speak life over this nation. The key to it all is to speak life now. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And I will continue to pray and to continue to declare over you that God will surprise you with his goodness for the rest of your life. Thank you so much for listening, tuning in. If it's a podcast, if you would rate, comment, and and make sure you share this with someone. Sometimes all you have to do is listen, obey the word, and then share this word with others. I know it's going to help somebody because it helped me today. Thank y'all all all again so much, and I'll talk to y'all again next week. Bye-bye.